hey, this is your host Miriam Shabna, and you're listening to the Girl with Junkie podcast. First of all, I want to say that this is the first podcast without Huda, so it's a little bit emotional for me to record it on my own, but I'm gonna try my best. So today's podcast is about anger. It's intimate subject for me because I struggle with my anger a lot and I'm working on it. I'm working on getting it better under control, so I honestly relate to everything you're going through and I understand the feeling that when you get so overwhelmed with anger that you do not know what what to do with it, you only start thinking of ways to get it out out of you because it's so toxic in your body and you understand that it's so toxic, so you you try your best to get it out, but the ways we try to get it out is not always the most healthy. Anger can be a good thing. It can give you a way to express those negative feelings. As I said, those, as I said, those, the toxic feelings inside of your body that you want to get get out. Or it can motivate you to find solutions for problems. As you can see something in the news and get really angry about what's happening in the world and in the world, and it motivates you to go and find solutions or help make change. But excessive anger is the one that can cause problems such as increased blood pressures and other physical changes associated with anger, make it difficult to think straight and harm your physical and mental health. First of all, let's start talking about the physical effects of anger. Anger triggers the body's fight or flight response. Other emotions that trigger this response include fear, excitement, or anxiety. The adrenal glands flood the body with stress hormones such as the adrenaline and cortisol. The brain shunts blood away from the gut towards the muscles in preparation for physical exertion. Heart rate, blood pressure, respiration increase. The body temperature rises and the skin perspires. The mind is sharpened and focused. And all of that is nothing compared to the mental effects, the psychological effects of anger. So how does it, how does anger affect our thinking? Sometimes we find ourselves responding to particular events with anger. And because we always respond with anger, we begin to think that it's the event itself that is making us angry. However, however, it's how you interpret the event that makes you angry. We cannot physically respond to every person or event with anger. The laws, social norms, and common sense places limit us on how far we can let our anger go. As well, anger affects our thinking, right? So it's memory, creativity, and concentration weakens. Your thoughts become become exaggerated and rigid. You cannot you you treat assumptions as facts. You become irrational. To help determine whether the anger is a respect, your best response, ask yourself: Is my anger actually helping me or hurting me? The answer. If the answer is hurting, it's a message that your anger is needless. It is making the situation worse. In this instance, it's time to respond differently. The, the other anger management is being able to transform anger from a negative experience into a positive one. It's learning how to use your thoughts and feelings and behavior so they work for you, not against you.
Cam saying you should turn this anger from a negative experience into a positive experience. Why? You may ask why. Why does anger need to be managed? Anger is an emotion that can range from mild irritation to intense rage. While many people refer to anger as a negative emotion, anger can be quite positive. Angry feelings may spur you to stand up for someone or it may inspire you to create social changes, as I said before. But when left unchecked, angry feelings can lead to aggressive behaviors like yelling at someone or damaging property. Or angry feelings may cause you to withdraw from the world, turn your anger inward. Angry emotions become problematic when they are felt too often or too intensely, and when they are expressed in unhealthy ways. Too much anger can take a toll on you physically, mentally, and socially. Anger management strategies are meant to help you discover healthy ways to reduce and express your feelings. In order to know what are the healthy ways, we must know what are the unhealthy, unhelpful ways to deal with your anger. With your anger. Many people express their anger in an inappropriate and harmful ways, including anger explosion. Some people have very little control over their anger and tend to explode in rages. Rage and anger may lead to physical abuse or violence. A person who doesn't control their, temp their temper can isolate themselves from family or friends. Some people will fly into rages have low self-esteem and use their anger as a way to manipulate others and feel powerful. And there is another way, which is anger repression. Some people consider that anger is an inappropriate or quote-unquote bad emotion and choose to suppress it. However, bottled anger often turns into depression and anxiety. Some people vent their bottle angered at innocent parties such as their children or pets or their significant other family, whoever. So, uh... So we must we must figure out ways to better better manage our anger in a way or another. So here's my understanding of anger. This may this may be correct or it may not be, but this is how it's it's understood in my brain. Look at look at anger as an equation. I have to write so I do not get uh, distracted. So. It's pain plus triggers equal anger. What I mean by pain is emotional and physical pain. Emotional as can be as in loneliness, loss, rejection, physical as in headache, uh, stomach pain, whatever. Pain is like a fuel, right? And there are the triggers. The triggers are the matches that set that fuel on fire. And when that fuel sets on fire, it results in anger. And anger itself has three dimensions. Physical dimension, which is uh, your breath increases, you increase your heartbeat is uh, faster, your pupils get dilated, and the emotional as the, the emotional reaction, as in tears, sadness, pain, or whatever. Personally, when I get angry, tears start coming out, and I don't know where where they are from. Even if I try to stop them, I do not stop them successfully. And all and that physical and emotional reactions influence the behavior, which is swearing, yelling, uh, calling people names, violence, breaking things, whatever. So the best way 
to deal with it in my book is to identify what triggers your anger. You cannot avoid pain. Pain is, a, is inevitable. It's going to happen whether you like it or not. But you can, you can do something about those triggers. So if you identify what triggers your anger, you might decide to structure your day differently to help you manage your stress better, or you might practice some anger management techniques before you encounter circumstances that usually feel distressing. Meaning that a single frustration episode should not be able to set you off. Another thing is you should determine if your anger is a friend or enemy. Before you spring into action, calming yourself down, I said this before, ask yourself if your anger is a friend or an enemy. For example, if you witness someone's right being violated and your anger is signaling to you that the circumstances you're in aren't healthy, your anger might be helpful. Then you might proceed by changing the situation rather than changing your own emotional state. Your anger might actually give you the courage to take a stand or make a change. If and however your anger is causing distress or is threatening to cause you to lash out, your anger here may be the enemy. In that case, it makes sense to work on changing your emotions by calming yourself down. Also, you should recognize your warning signs. If you may feel like your anger hits you in an instant, like like that, but there are warning, there are always warning signs when your anger is on the rise. Recognizing those warning signs can help you take actions so you can calm yourself down and prevent your anger from getting to a boiling point. Think about the physical warning signs of anger. Perhaps your heart beats faster or your, feels, or your face feels hot or maybe you start to clench your own fists. You also may notice some changes perhaps your mind races and you begin it's it's very it's very like cliche but you you may start seeing red all over the place when you recognize those warning signs your own warning signs you have the opportunity to take immediate action so you can prevent yourself from doing or saying things that may create even bigger problems in your life this one hits home for me Step away from the situation. Trying to win an argument or sticking it out in an unhealthy situation will fuel your anger. One of the best things that you can do when your anger is on the rise is take a break. When the conversation gets heated, take a break. A timeout can be can be key can be key to help you calm your brain or your body down. Explain that you aren't going to dodge difficult subjects, that you're going to manage your anger better, and you won't be able to have productive conversation when you're feeling, uh, when you're feeling really angry. You can rejoin the discussion or address the issue again when you're feeling calmer. With that said, you should not at all avoid the situation, because the mistake I did was I am I. When I knew I was going to get angry, I just walked away from the situation. And that was pretty childish, to be honest. You should say, uh, I walked out, I did not come back to discuss it or even bring it up again, because I knew I, I was going to get angry and I was going to say things that I'm going to regret. Instead, from now on, I started to really walk away, but 
get back into it when I'm more calmer. Uh, also, change the way you think. Because angry thoughts add fuel to your anger. Thinking things like, I can stand this, uh, I cannot stand this. This, this motherfucker is bringing me, being the worst in me. We increase your frustration. When you find yourself thinking about things that can fuel your anger, reframe your thoughts. Remind yourself of the facts by saying something like, he's trying his best. His, his emotions and his feelings are valid. They are not personally against me, whatever. Focusing on the facts without adding in catastrophic prediction or, dis or exaggerations can help you stay calmer. You might also develop a mantra that you can repeat to yourself. Saying, I'm okay, stay calm, stay calm, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, stay calm, stay calm, stay calm. Or, this anger is not helpful, this anger is not helpful, this anger is not helpful. Over and over again, can help you keep the thoughts that fuel your anger at bay. Also, this is the simplest of them all. The best way to calm yourself down may be to change the channel in your brain and focus on something else altogether. But you're likely to feel, to find that Telling yourself don't think about that isn't a good way to get your mind off something. The best way to mentally shift gears is to distract yourself with an activity. Clean the kitchen, play with kids, cousins, siblings, whatever. Find something to do that will keep your mind occupied enough that you won't, that you won't think about those things that's upsetting you. Then when your body and your brain can calm down and will calm down, go back and think about it. Those are the ways I have found to be more effective in helping me control my anger, manage my anger, or whatever. I I, I don't like the, the the term of control your anger because you cannot control your anger. You can manage it because anger is secondary emotion. That's a known fact. I would like to recommend your book called Mindfulness for Anger Management by Stephen Denjire. Denjire. Whatever way it's supposed to be pronounced, but I'm not a native English speaker, so... <laughs> uh, it's a very good book. Uh, to be honest, I haven't read the whole way through because it triggered me halfway, but I'm working on getting back to reading it. It's a good book. A big thing uh, as well is meditation. Meditation is a big one for me because since I've started meditating on a more stricter, regular basis, I've started to be more aware of my reactions to things. I started to be more present and I started to be aware of my actions and feelings and those kind of stuff. But I'm going to leave meditation to a whole other episode because it's a very, very complex subject that we cannot get into, in a, get into it in a matter of few minutes or whatever. So, yeah, I guess we have reached the end of this episode. I have I have kept talking and talking and talking because I cannot think of... If I stop and think about what I was saying, I will overthink it. And with Hudanat here, there is no one to remind me to breathe or think a bit. But I'm trying my best. So, yeah... Tune in next Saturday to a brand new episode of Go Junkie. 
And as always, be proud of who you were, be proud of who you are, and who you're going to be. Also, I'm gonna create this new segment uh, that I'm gonna do at the end of every single episode where I'm gonna answer you guys' questions or uh, listen to your feedback and put it on the podcast. If you listen in Anchor, you can send me a voice message. If you don't, you can s- just send me a voice message on Instagram and I'm gonna put it here and respond to you. I'm looking forward to hear you guys' stories, feedback, questions, whatever it is you choose to send me.